Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. ESPN. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now. Welcome in to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. I'm your host, Anita Marks. Uh, different time. And uh, in different day, usually we're on Thursday nights. Uh, we're on uh, late here on Friday uh, because, of course, uh, the the Rams played on Thursday night, and of course, you had the Lakers earlier today. So, um, so, but we're on now. We're with you for two hours, and we've got a great show lined up for you. At least I think it is. Uh, Lindsay Theory is going to join us. Uh, big game for the Chargers and the Dolphins. Prime time, uh, and uh, and I'll have some picks and some plays for you in that. Uh, big games for both New York teams, the Jets and the Giants. Who thought that they would be in a situation where they are controlling their own destiny and potentially uh, have an opportunity to make it to the postseason? Sure enough, those two teams do, and they've got big matchups this week. The Giants at home taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, and, uh, and of course the Jets on the road uh, taking on the, the Buffalo Bills. So those are going to be some big games, and uh, we've, we've got a preview both beat reporters who cover both the uh, the Jets and um, and the Bills are going to join us on the show uh, to give us a little peek behind the curtain, as I like to call it, uh, and, and a look-see in, in how those two teams are going to be uh, contending against one another. Keep in mind, the first time the, the Jets and the Bills went, went up against each other, the, the Jets won with Zach Wilson. Now Zach Wilson, no longer the starting quarterback. Mike White is. And so this is really, really going to be an interesting game to, uh, to, to handicap for you. Also, weather conditions are not supposed to be good in Buffalo. 30 degrees, uh, snow, wind, 10 to 15 miles an hour. I, I, know, I know folks here in, in L.A. have no idea what that's about, but, and God bless it. Uh, I'm, I've been here, by the way, I've been here in, in L.A. all week, and, uh, and LA, L.A. has been treating me great. Uh, played golf at Black Gold, that golf course, which was absolutely beautiful. Had a fantastic time out there with uh, the Tiza folks. You hear us talk about Tiza uh, energy uh, nutrient pouches all the time here on the show. So had a great week in L.A. So um, so we'll, we'll break that down for you as well. As always, Fat Jack, professional handicapper, will join us on the program. Uh, we'll talk some NFL with him. And uh, not a lot of college because bowl game season is right around the corner and uh, but we do have Army and Navy going at it on Saturday. Also, JJ Duvaney is going to join us. He's been with us throughout the World Cup and our World Cup coverage, and for good reason. Uh, not if if you've been listening to the show. Full disclosure: I'm all about transparency. Uh, I don't watch 
very much soccer at all, but I love the World Cup. How can you not? It's just been so entertaining and so fun to watch. Unfortunately, not as fun with uh, with the United States no longer active uh, and and potentially attractive. But but nonetheless, uh, I wouldn't say an early exit. Listen, kudos to Team USA for making it out of their group. And uh, but unfortunately, losing to the Netherlands, Netherlands, I, I think, playing above expectation in this tournament and uh, and just not a, a good showing for for Team USA. But here here's what's positive in regard to Team USA. Uh, again, they got out of their group stage. And for the first time in a long time, I think there's a lot of optimism around this USA team. They've got four years to even get even better. Maybe get a striker, get some, uh, get, 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 get somebody on offense that can close, uh, that can, that can be fearful in regard to scoring. And uh, and you don't forget you've got the United States as well as Canada and Mexico hosting uh, the World Cup four years from now. And uh, it's going to be all over the country, by the way. So uh, games here um, at SoFi, as well as uh, matches going to be played in New York as well and Philadelphia. I mean, just all over the country, San Francisco. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Granted, it's four years from now. So uh, so but uh, but, you know, tip your hat to uh, to Team USA for having a good showing for sure. So J.J. Duvaney's going to jump on. We've got two more matches coming your way on Saturday. So he's going to jump on board and preview those for us, which is great. And uh, Ohm Youngman Souk is going to join us. Let's talk some NBA. Nothing to get excited about here in L.A. with uh, with the Clippers and, of course, the Lakers. But big, big picture here. And, of course, those two, the, the Lakers and the Clippers play on Saturday and Sunday. They play on the weekend. We'll, we'll get Ohm's thoughts on those games. Uh, but bigger picture here as well is, you know, looking forward, of course, in some futures bets and, and just how good – uh, this uh, the Celtics team is. I, I mean, they're just dare I say, possibly, arguably one of the greatest teams uh, of all time in in the NBA. Uh, they've just been so hot. Six players shooting at forty percent from behind the arc. Okay, Jalen Brown shooting forty five percent from mid range. Tatum definitely has to be in the discussion for MVP. Right? They don't even have Rob Will back because of a knee. So, I mean, this team is this, this thing is kicking butt and taking names, uh, and 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 they're not even not not only that, but think about all that went on in the preseason, right? In the off season, I should say, right? Like all that went on with their coach and that drama. On top of the fact that there was talk and speculation that they were going to trade Jalen Brown for KD. You know, I mean, listen, uh, the Boston Celtics picked up the phone and called the Nets. So there was some some expectation that Brown was going to come in and uh, not be thrilled to continue to be on this roster for a team that would consider trading him. You know, it was just late last season that we saw Brown and Tatum really gel offensively. Now this team is like rolling on all cylinders. It's like just really, really incredible stuff. So uh, I do want to get into all that with Ohm as well on the show. So as you can say, as you can see, a jam-packed show. And, and also I'm going to have some some picks and plays for you. Uh, for uh, for this week's slate, and what a great! I just I said this last week, uh, and it was, and I was really successful last week. So if, if you played a lot of uh, my bets that uh, I shared with you last week, uh, you won some money. So hopefully uh, we can keep that rolling into this week. And and there are a number of games, like I said, you've got the Giants and of course the Jets taking on the Eagles and the Bills. Those are two really great games uh, that have so much implication in regard to the teams out east. 
Um, this Detroit Lions team, they've been playing so great offensively, and now you've got a Minnesota Vikings team coming to town. This, this, is, this is a really interesting game because the line changed so drastically. This line opened up, and Detroit was getting one and a half. Now Detroit is favored by two. Talk about a huge line change uh, in the middle of the week. So that's going to be interesting. One of my favorite plays, Cincinnati at home against the Cleveland Browns. And, uh, and, and I will tell you all the reasons why I love the Cats this week against the Cleveland Browns. So definitely stay tuned for that. Dallas, man, this line, it's, it's, it's teetering. It's going back between 17, 18. A team, Dallas Cowboys, favored by 17, 18 against the Houston Texans. The over-unders at 44. Uh, do you feel confident laying the 18? I mean, that's a lot. You know how hard it is in the NFL for a team to beat another team by 18 points? 18 points! It's unbelievable. So uh, we'll dive into that. I'll also ask Fat Jack, professional handicapper, uh, if you're scared, say you're scared. Are you scared to lay the 18 points with the Dallas Cowboys? We'll find out. Uh, you've got the Baltimore Ravens without Lamar Jackson heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team defensively getting healthier. And offensively, Kenny Pickett kind of coming into his own. So that's an interesting one. Uh, Kansas City going up against Denver. Denver is just god-awful. Stick a fork in them. Kansas City favored by nine. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks going up against the 49ers. Tom Brady and that Bucks offense has been struggling. Uh, I want to say they've scored one touchdown in, I want to say, five of their last 38 drives. Something ridiculous. Going up against the 49ers team, as we know, no Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo out for the season because of a broken, well, at least out for the regular season. Not sure for the whole season. Uh, time, we'll, we'll find out in, in time. I know Adam Schefter reported that it's not a Liz Frank and, and there's an opportunity that he could come back. Uh, but right now, it's uh, it's their third-string quarterback. Because keep in mind, Jimmy Garoppolo is their second-string quarterback. So um, both the Bucks and the 49ers, excellent defenses. The over-unders at 37, really low uh, how are you going to play that? And, of course, Chargers and the Dolphins on Sunday night. This is going to be a good one as well. Miami Dolphins favored by 3.5. The over-unders at 51.5. And, and then, of course, the Monday night game, the Patriots going up against the Cardinals. So a, a lot to get to. When we come back, Lindsey Theory is going to join us. does a phenomenal job uh, covering the Chargers for ESPN. We'll do a deep dive into that matchup with uh, Lindsey, and, uh, and we'll be right back. Again, you're listening to Anita Marks right here at Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy.
Now more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Lindsay Theory joins us now. Of course, we know her. She does a fantastic job covering the Chargers in a big Monday night football game on the horizon against a very, I'm sure, angry uh, Miami Dolphins team coming off a really horrible loss to the 49ers. I mean, they just shut to a down. Five turnovers in the second half. And then now the Chargers get to say hello. Lindsay, how are you doing? Doing great. Uh, just getting ready to head to Chargers practice on another sunny Southern California afternoon, right? Yes. Uh, I, I've actually uh, been out here all week, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, played golf yesterday at Black Gold. Uh, and, uh, man, uh, you, you, you're you living the life here, Lindsay. Um, you really are. Uh, so I'm not golfing midweek, so I think you're living the life. <laughs> all right. Well, let, let, first things first. Like, I, I actually – I picked the Chargers – to go up against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That was my Super Bowl pick. Eagles beating the Chargers. And and they have amounted to nothing even close to that. So, you know, what 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 do you feel? Give me the top 3 reasons why you think this Chargers team has uh, has has really uh, disappointed this season. Yeah, we all bought in and we all uh, are staring at a 6 and 6 team right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, reason number 1, uh, I'd have to go with the injuries. I mean, they have just been coming nonstop for the Chargers. I know a lot of NFL teams can say that, but truly, uh, they have no edge rusher, Joey Bosa, no cornerback, J.C. Jackson. Keenan Allen was out most of the season, finally back from a hamstring injury. Mike Williams, uh, he has been out the last several games because of a high ankle sprain. Uh, They have no left tackle. Rashawn Slater, he was hurt after week three, put on IR. Uh, This last game, they played with a backup left tackle, a backup right tackle, a backup center. So this team has really been through it. We haven't seen what they could be, that team that we saw put together over this summer on paper. We haven't seen what that could be um, on the field. Uh, Another reason I think that they've underachieved this defense um, of course, again, you've lost. You've also lost a couple of interior, uh, you know, defense alignment. Um, the defense was really where they put their uh, effort, put their energy over the off season. And um, despite Brandon Staley being a defensive-minded coach, um, this team hasn't been great. They've been especially poor against the run, um, allowing well over 5.4 uh, yards per rush. So that has been um, a definite point they need to improve on. And then, you know, it could be up for debate what's going up on with the play calling. Uh, you know, Justin Herbert did deal with fractured ribs, uh, rib cartilage several weeks of the season, uh, end of week two, probably up until about, they said about week eight or so after the bye week. You know, so it was kind of hard to tell, right? Is it play calling that's been changed to kind of uh, atone for his rib injury? Or is it just play calling that's ultra conservative? Um, but the Chargers have not consistently been explosive down the field, so that that of course factors in to why they are six and six and not uh, in contention right now to make a deep playoff or Super Bowl run. Lindsay Theory again joining us here on Bet LA. Uh, by the way, uh, just to give you the spread and and, and where it sits right now. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are favored by three and a half. The over/under is at fifty-one and a half. With that being said, Lindsay, let's focus on what's going on offensively. Uh, Mike Williams, uh, we got a little tease there, especially if you have Mike Williams on your fantasy team, right? Like, uh, came back what two weeks ago, and then unfortunately re-injures the ankle again in in game, 
and then uh, and then is on the bench now for you know a, a, another you know pretty much two games because he injured it early in that in that game. Are, can we expect to see him uh, this Monday? And and if so, you know, do you know like what the percentage is in regard to how healthy that ankle is? Uh, is it is it a, a concern or even a risk, uh, especially if you want to play Mike Will in in fantasy this week? Yeah, definitely. He played six whole snaps uh, mm-hmm. coming off a high ankle sprain before he uh, re-aggravated it. He's been out the last two games. Uh, last week he did appear on the practice field, albeit not to practice, just to stretch and have some fun with his teammates. Uh, the Chargers went through a walkthrough on Wednesday. They are supposed to return to practice today, Thursday. Uh, we are told that at some point this week that Mike Williams should be returning to practice. Uh, it has not been disclosed whether that's in a full capacity or a limited capacity, but I do not think I do not get the sense the Chargers this time around are in any rush to bring him back before that high ankle is ready to go. Um, I think anyone who uh, has followed the league for a number of years, or if you have fantasy players who deal with high ankle sprains, um, those can be a nagging, terrible injury that they really just at some point need to let heal before they try to push it again. With that being said, Joshua Palmer has really uh, stepped up in a big way, you know, in regard to his target share and what he's been able to do. Uh, expect a big game from him this coming Monday night? Yeah, Joshua Palmer, you know, last week against the Raiders, he made some catches in some really crucial moments. I think that's been a, seen a lot of growth from him uh, this season. Uh, he wasn't necessarily a target you could entirely depend on when the ball went his way early in the season or last season. Uh, he's been prone to a few drops, which is not kind of being um, as close to the target as he needs to be. Uh, but he has definitely come on, uh, especially the second half of the season with other guys out. And I would expect that Justin Herbert will continue to look for him, uh, you know, especially with, with Keenan Allen kind of being covered recently as he, as he has been. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this matchup because forever and a day, you know, and, and, so let me preface by saying, born and raised in Miami, grew up a Steelers slash Dolphins fan, of course. And, um, and ever since Dan Marino left, it was always like, you know, this team's never going to find another good quarterback and passed up on Herbert and decided to go with Tua. Well, this season, of course, Tua is having an exceptional season for a number of reasons, better offensive line and better weapons around him. We'll get to that in a second. But I've been saying since the draft, man, the, the Dolphins really screwed up. They should have drafted Herbert over Tua. And now the two get to go up against each other with a season where Herbert now is, uh, is struggling more so than Tua. Uh, is, is that, do you feel that that, that matchup is going to play a role for Herbert right now? Is, is, is he excited to go up against Tua? Because these two, I think, will forever in their career be compared to one another. You know, if Justin Herbert is, he definitely hasn't kind of revealed that. He is uh, about as even as I have seen uh, from a quarterback as far as kind of his week-to-week approach. Um, You really never see too much enthusiasm out of him. You really never see him get too low after any kind of loss or anything. Um, He's really just the same guy week in and week out. Uh, Kind of no matter what you ask him, you get very kind of similar responses week in and week out, very even across the board. Uh, so he's got kind of a great poker face, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, throughout the week. Uh, you know, and he has, I did ask him actually going into last week because Justin talks on Friday, a little bit anticlimactic end of the week. But I did ask him last week if he has built any kind of friendship or relationship um, with Tua and even with Joe Burrow, all those guys being in the 2020 class. 
And he said they really haven't been able to. Of course, that 2020 draft class really unique. It all happened during COVID. Everyone was in their basements. Um, but it will no doubt be a really fun matchup to see, to see two quarterbacks, number five and number six, um, go head-to-head uh, coming days. Yeah, it, it absolutely will be. Uh, on the defensive side, for the Chargers, uh, they have not been great, and, and for all the reasons, of course, you, you pointed out uh, in, in the beginning of the segment. Uh, the Chargers defense, 29th in pressure rate. Here's, here's what, what I'm afraid of when it comes to the Chargers, and that is they are a top 10 team in missed tackle rate. And when you've got Tyreek Hill and Waddle coming to town, that can be a recipe for disaster. <laughs> how is this defense? I don't think you can stop them, but how is this defense going to try to slow down Tua and these two wide receivers that run like four two fours? Yeah, without question, it's really wild. What are we in week fourteen, and we're still talking about missed tackles—a pretty fundamental part of the game for the Chargers and their defense. Uh, but they know that they have their hands full. Um, you know, with two and then really with Tyreek. So I I would watch. For them to, Asante Samuel Jr. was on uh, Devontae Adams last week. I w- he was on Devontae Adams also uh, in week two, uh, no, uh, week one when uh, J.C. Jackson was not available. Uh, I would expect for them to have him on uh, Tyreek Hill as well. Um, but they're going to try to have to get pressure. They're going to try to have to get the most they can out of Khalil Mack, who's really out on an island. Um, you know, he came to be in a tandem with Joey Bosa, and that obviously has not come to fruition. Um, so they're just going to have to try to get pressure onto it any way possible. I would watch for them to move Derwin James around a lot and use him however possible, however they can to their advantage. Um, he's a guy who's played all over the field and I think could really be an X factor in this game with so many Dolphins weapons. Lindsay, before we let you go, just bigger picture here. Uh, again, as you said, the Chargers sitting at 6-6. Six and six. Their playoff hopes are not eliminated as of yet. Uh, any, any chance that they can turn this around this season, looking at their, their, their schedule moving forward? Yeah, you know what? They're going to have to win over the Dolphins. They're going to have to win against the Titans, which is not going to be easy with uh, their run defense and Derrick Henry. Uh, I would be at this point being Frank surprised if they do turn it around and make it to the playoffs. Uh, just the injury situation alone uh, is, is made it quite an unsustainable season. They have yet to be a team with a winning record, so they really um, haven't even had to play anyone very good yet. <laughs> um, or they at least haven't beaten anybody very good yet. They have had to play good teams, the Chiefs, excuse me, a couple of times. Um, but I, I just don't see this team with the amount of injuries that they are dealing with being able to kind of come up with a little bit of luck, which you also need really to kind of overcome where they are in the playoff race. Yeah, listen, the, the schedule moving forward is not too daunting, right? I mean, obviously the Dolphins, that's going to be a tough sled. That's going to be tough sledding. Uh, and then, of course, the Titans, but two home games coming up for them. And then at the Colts against the Rams and, and at Denver. So uh, if you say there's a chance, there's a chance. Uh, and, and again, one last question for you. If, if the Chargers do not make it to the playoffs, what, what happens with Staley? Is his, uh, is his job, is, is, should we consider him on the hot seat right now, Lindsay? You know, yeah, that's a really good question. I don't think he is on the hot seat. Uh, nothing that I have kind of um, reported or nothing that I've kind of surmised from different conversations would reveal that Brandon Staley is on the hot seat. Uh, I think the person who is on the hot seat is the general manager, Tom Telesco. He's been there 10 years has two playoff appearances. 
um, at some point something's got to give, uh, you know, but then it kind of opens the door to um, if, if it is the general manager, then does the head coach get a say in who the new GM is or does the new GM get a say in who the new head coach is, if there's going to be a new head coach. Um, but certainly uh, it can be said that if the Chargers do not earn a playoff first, that something will change. It will be someone at a, at a high level. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. Really do appreciate it. Enjoy the game on Sunday night. Thank you. Dolphins favored by three and a half, over under at 51 and a half. Stay tuned. I'll give you all the ways that I'm playing this bad boy. Coming up next, Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Welcome back to Bet L.A. Anita Marks and you, of course, on 710 ESPN L.A. All right, Lindsay did a phenomenal job, as always. Uh, she's so in the know. She's got her finger on the pulse of the Chargers better than anyone. Uh, breaking down, giving us that sneak, that look behind the curtain uh, in regard to what's going on with the, Laker, with the Lakers, uh, with the Chargers. So again, uh, the Chargers at home, home dogs, plus three and a half. The over-unders at 51 and a half. So how am I playing this? Uh, a few ways. Uh, first and foremost, uh, let, let's let's do a deep dive into what's going on with the Miami Dolphins, okay? Now, uh, they got their butts handed to them by the 49ers, right? Like, Tua just absolutely shut down. Five turnovers in the second half. So, you know, th- this was a team, the Miami Dolphins, averaging 30 points a game until they ran into that brick wall known as the 49ers defense. Now, the Miami Dolphins, they did not travel back east, they stayed west and uh, to, to get ready, of course, and, and, and many teams do that. It's not like they're doing anything that, that you know that other teams don't do, especially if you're you're on opposite ends of the country. So they were able to stay out here uh, on on the left coast and, and and get more comfortable with the time change and, and whatnot. Here's the thing, <laughs> like you know, typically it, it, odds makers give a home team. A three-point having playing at home, being a home team, typically that equates to three points, right? But is this really going to be a home game for the Chargers? I mean, Miami Dolphins fans—they they travel well, right? They travel extremely well. So I just, you know, maybe the stadium is going to be a neutral stadium. Maybe you're going to have fifty percent Dolphin fans, especially as well as the Dolphins have been playing this season too. Has been just absolutely tremendous. Talk about you know, a player who's been able to turn it around so quickly. 
Tua has been able to do that. So I'm looking at this as a neutral field, okay? So I, I, I just, uh, l- looking at this line uh, again with, with the Dolphins favored by three and a half, what they're pretty much in, in, in the Chargers getting three and a half, what they're saying is, um, you know, that th- this really is a neutral field uh, for both these teams. So it's, it, it plays into exactly what my expectation is, and, and, and that is I think half the stadium is going to be Miami Dolphins fans. Now, last week against the 49ers, the Dolphins were missing uh, one of their tackles, Armstead. Well, he is expected back uh, this Sunday. That is going to be a huge boost for the Miami Dolphins offensive line and Tua because, let's be honest, we got to call a spade a spade and let's start breaking down this Chargers team. They did not look good against the Raiders last week at all, okay? Their defense, 29th in pressure rate. They just do not. They do not get after the quarterback, um, which obviously bodes well for, for Tua, especially after the game that he had last week against the 49ers, and, and they just uh, they came right at him. A few other things with this Chargers defense. They rank bottom uh, in the NFL, bottom five in the NFL, in explosive passing plays allowed. Well, that doesn't bode well because you've got Tua, who's been able to stretch the field with both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. So it's not like you just have one explosive wide receiver that you have to deal with. Um, you've got two, and uh, that's that's going to be tough sledding for this defense. They're also bottom five in first down rate, okay? Bottom five in first down rate. So, <laughs> um, and offensively, they're also bottom five in first down rate. They're having offensive line issues and, and dealing, obviously, with a lot of injuries on the offensive line. Injuries ac- across the board, uh, to be quite frank, as we know. Um, here's, here's where it really, really gets, gets dicey. And that is that the Chargers are top five in missed tackle rate. And again, you don't just have one, but you've got two big-time playmakers in Hill and Waddle that are coming to town. So, you know, now you've got... You've got Tua able to complete like a five-yard slant or a five-yard out route to one of these guys and forget about it. You've got a team, again, one of the worst teams in the NFL in missed tackle rate. Uh, That is a recipe for disaster, I'm telling you. Also, this Chargers team, um, and I know this is doom and gloom, and Mason always, you know, jokes around and says this should be a bet against L.A., but listen, I'm, I'm here to help you win some money. Um, unfortunately, I don't, I don't have really great, great news or great things to say about this Chargers team, and this is why this team is sitting at 6-6. Six and six. Uh, They're a bad second-half team. Uh, and Miami actually is one of the best teams late, and I think a lot of that has to do with their conditioning, right? They're down there, they're in Miami, they're playing in that heat, in that sun, in that humidity, and so they have to be. They have to be in really good condition, and they're one of the best-conditioned teams uh, to, to win in the fourth quarter. So, again, another recipe for disaster. Uh, don't believe that Mike Will, Mike Williams is going to be able to play. It's a high ankle sprain. you got to be really careful about that. We'll see. I hope he does. You know, I've got him on my fantasy team, and, you know, and, and that's going to be a conundrum, whether or not I start him or, or not on my fantasy team as well. So there's a concern there. But, uh, but also I've got Joshua Palmer on, on a few leagues as well. But obviously, no Mike, Mike Williams. Palmer definitely has stepped up, as we know, big time. I, I think the big storyline here, guys, and gals, is Tua going up against uh, Justin Herbert, and uh, and and I was you know 
So I, I'm I'm originally from Miami, born and raised Miami Dolphins fan, uh, somewhat a Steelers fan growing up as a child as well, but nonetheless. And ever since Damarino retired, the Dolphins just have been god-awful at the quarterback position and been waiting forever and a day to have a quarterback that's actually going to amount to something. And two has been struggling. I mean, listen, uh, Mike McDaniel making his way to Miami has definitely changed things. Obviously, bringing in... Uh, Tyreek uh, Tyreek Hill to add to Waddle and 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 of course uh, they've got Jeff Wilson in that backfield. Now uh, listen, what they've been able to do offensively, better offensive line has definitely turned things around for Tua. But dude also has to perform, and he has been performing. But I've been saying since the draft, oh, the the Miami Dolphins really screwed up. They should have drafted Justin Herbert over Tua. I've been saying that for a while, and I st- and by the way, I still believe that. I still believe that that Justin Herbert. Is is the best quarterback that came out of his draft class. Uh, he's just dealing with a lot right now. Horrible offensive line, lots of injuries, weapons that are 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 injured, are on the mend, not active and attractive. So I just I think this has been a down year for for Justin Herbert. I still believe that Justin Herbert is the better quarterback, but these two quarterbacks for their entire NFL career will be will be compared to one another. Trust me. And so I, I think that I think there's a little added juice in this matchup because of that. So, but unfortunately, for all the reasons that I just shared with you, um, as to uh, you know just how bad this uh, this defense is for the Chargers, how am I playing this? I'm I don't necessarily I don't like a hook in in any three and a half seven and a half. I, I just I don't like it, and I don't mind spending some money and buying the hook down. So. Right now, so if you could get this line at the Dolphins at minus three, do it. If you have to buy the hook down to, if it's three and a half and you have to buy it down to three, typically it's falling anywhere between minus, minus 127, minus 128, minus 129. What does that mean? You've got to lay $129 down to $100. I'll do that. Because, you know, God forbid the Chargers, Herbert's great, they get that backdoor cover, then you're screwed. So um, so I just don't like the hook. So I like Miami. Uh, minus minus three. I think that's the play here, um, and and I just don't have a really good grip in regard to the over under at fifty one and a half. I just don't. So so much could happen here. I have a lean towards the under. I think fifty one and a half is a pretty big number, but uh, but I but my play more than anything is is the Dolphins um, minus three. If Mike Williams does not play, I'm going to look at a lot. I'm going to look at the prop bets for for Palmer over receptions, over receiving yards. He's been a target monster without Williams playing, and also uh, because of the missed tackle rate for the Chargers. And again, talk about a target monster, Tyreek Hill. I'm looking at over receptions and over receiving yards for Tyreek Hill as well. Once those hit, because this is a Sunday night game, uh, the you know a lot of a, a lot of uh, a lot of books don't have it on on their their slate yet their books yet so keep an eye on that i'm anita marks you're listening to bet la here on 710 espn la hang tight we come back we'll do a deep preview into one of the most interesting games possibly exciting games and that is the jets going up against the bills uh so stay tuned for that i'll have a play for you in that one as well and we've got a whole nother hour coming your way with fat jack jj duvaney talking about the world cup and om young Souk talking nba so stay tuned anita marks with you bet la here on 710 espn la this is bet la with anita marks on 710 espn made possible tonight by tisa get more focus and energy in your daily life with tisa nutrient pouches visit tisaenergy.com and make your mouth happy 
Now more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Um, again, really interesting scenario and situation for both the New York teams out east. And I'm talking about the Giants and the Jets. Okay, and really for the Jets, last time the Jets went up against the Buffalo Bills, they won, right? But that was with Zach Wilson. Now Zach Wilson has been benched. Mike Williams comes, or Mike White, sorry, Mike White comes in and now is going to continue to be the starting quarterback for the Jets. But now the Jets have to head to Orchard Park. They have to head up to Buffalo. Weather conditions are not going to be great. 30 degrees, snow, wind, up to 10, 15 miles per hour. Two very good defenses. What does Mike White bring to the equation? This Jets defense, one of the best in the NFL. The line is Buffalo is favored by 10. The over-under is at 43.5. Let's uh, let's take that look behind the curtain. Let's get a deep preview. Rich Samini, who covers the Jets, sat down with me earlier today on Bet, our digital show. This is what they had to say. We bring in Rich Samini, who does a phenomenal job covering the Jets, as always. And he's, look at this, he's, he's, he's joining us from the Jets facility. I love it. Uh, Rich, let's dive right into it. Now, we know the Jets, they beat the Bills um, in week nine. And the Bills were favored by 11 points. Now, no Zach Wilson, Mike White starting. That line now is 10. How does Mike White, now at quarterback, present a different offense for this Jets team than they had in week nine? Well, Anita, it's a different dynamic on offense, completely different. Of course, you don't have the mobility that you did with Zach Wilson that you do with Mike White, but Mike White sees the field really well. He has the ability to process very quickly, and that allows him to get a lot of different players involved on offense. Elijah Moore, who was a non-factor in the last game against Buffalo, he had zero catches, has become a bigger part of the offense under Mike White. Also, a change in the backfield, Bam Knight, the rookie is now playing a significant role in the backfield. He was on the practice squad the last time they played the Bills, so you have more speed in the backfield with Bam Knight. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting game. Now, Mike White, he passed the ball 57 times uh, last week against the Vikings. Unfortunately, they did lose. Is, is that the number that the Jets are comfortable with, him tossing the ball that much? Are they looking to keep him under 50 pass attempts a game? What, what can we expect from Mike? Oh, oh yeah, they they don't want to go in the 50s again. That that they were behind a lot in that game. They were behind by 14 at halftime, and they did a lot of catching up in the second half. That's not the ideal number. Ideally, they'd like to be in the 30s because Michael Lafleur, their offensive coordinator, really wants to run a balanced offense. And they did run the ball very well against the Bills in the last meeting. They had 174 yards rushing. They would like to duplicate that to take some pressure off Mike White in his third start. All right, let's look big picture here, Rich, right? The Jets, they're in the seventh spot right now for the playoffs, even after they lost. Uh, they go from the Bills to the Lions, Jags at home, and then at Seattle, and they finish against Miami uh, and, and face off, of course, against those, uh, those mammals, the Dolphins. So uh, what does their win-loss need to be for the final five games in order for this Jets team to make it to the postseason? Anita, I think the magic number is 10. They're going to have to find three more wins out of these last five games to secure a wild card spot. Now, they could possibly do it with nine, but right behind them, you have New England and L.A. with six wins apiece. The Jets do not want to get in tiebreaker situations with either one of those teams. 
The Jets would lose a tiebreaker against New England because they lost the head-to-head. They got swept this year. And if it goes to a, a conference tiebreaker against L.A., that's a little dicey for the Jets because both the Chargers and the Jets have four conference losses right now. So the safest way to the, for the Jets to end their 11-year playoff drought is to win three out of five. Rich, thank you so much for spending some time with us on that great preview of the game. Really do appreciate it. It'd be a good one. You bet, Anita. You got it. All right. I, I want to thank Rich for, for joining us. That's for sure. A, a few things to, uh, to to take note here in regard to this uh, this Bills and Jets game. Uh, like I said, in week nine, the uh, the Jets did beat the Bills 20 to 17. OK, Um and, and that was with Zach Wilson, who put up 20 points. Yes, since then he has been benched. <laughs> um, I like the under in this matchup. And it's coming down. It was 44. It's now at 43 and a half. Jump on this as quickly as you can. The under has hit in, uh, in eight of ten, eight of the last ten Buffalo Bills games. Uh, the under has hit. Okay. Uh, Mike White has been serviceable. Now, keep in mind, the two games that he started were against the Bears and the Vikings. This matchup, this defense, is a lot different. Although he did have a lot of success against his Bills defense last year. But again, very, very different scenario here. Um, The Jets' defense are allowing a league-low 26 um, 26 points a game and, um, and and also only six yards per per pass uh, for, uh, for in, in defense. Opponents are only scoring at 30, on 30% of their drives. And the Bills the same. So both the Bills and the Jets defense uh, not allowing their opponents to score on 70% of their drives. Really, really, really impressive. Um, and, and here's another thing. Neither defense as well is scoring within the with so offensively the jets and the bills offensively neither team neither team are scoring once they get into the 5 yards so it just goes to show you how great both these defenses um are so good when you get you know when when not only just in the red zone but when you get within the 5 yard line so really really good stuff there so i just i, I think this is going to be a really great battle uh because of both defenses uh, not to take anything away from Josh Allen. We know he's one of the best in the business. Uh, but Mike White, this is going to be tough sledding for him. Not the same animal uh, going up against the Bears and the Vikings. No pun intended, of course. So, um, and, and as I said, the weather conditions are, are supposed to be quite brutal. So I, I think the play here is the under at 43 and a half. Quick break. We come back. We kick off hour two. And Fat Jack, professional handicapper, will join us next right here on Bet LA 710 ESPN LA.